what up, everybody? Welcome to, I would say, yet another episode, but it's like, where the fuck you been, Jump the Sharp? Where's an episode? Welcome <laughs> to the May 2022 premiere of Jump the Sharp. I know it's the 20th, but it took us a little bit. I, Hollywood Hagen here, will say my bad, but... um. The last time we spoke, we did the NFL draft special. Big shout out to Luke and Russ for being here. So it's even been longer since you hear heard this man's voice. It's the Woodman David Woody. What's up, handsome? Hollywood, so good to be back, man. Oh, man. Um, I loved, loved, loved that show you guys did. It was such a good um preview and uh just really uh just entertaining. It's just so um it's so great to hear people who really know their shit. Well, go, as you would say, we had a good time. Yeah, we did. But so. we missed you. And I'm sure the folks missed hearing you because I know I missed uh, just shooting the shit with you back and forth. And I'm really pumped just to, I mean, I was pumped just to see you because this is literally the first time I saw or spoke to you before we went on air in uh, almost a month. So uh, real quick reasoning, the Hollywood household was strucken. I'm making up past tense words here with the uh, the COVID John. We were all vaccinated. If if I wasn't, I would have been cooped up in some hospitality, I believe. I got it bad. Not bad like on, on the verge of peacing out. Just bad meaning like couldn't even watch the kids face down in the couch for two days. Sick as a dog. Sick as a dog. Um, and yep. then it lingered for another week. And it's just like, I, I you know what? Hey, I'll t- say this right now. Uh, check. I'm not going to jump a gun, but kind of jumping a gun. First beers in three weeks for me. Yes. Oh, wow. Yeah. So that's kind of where we've been out, but I haven't even had the taste for it. Finally getting it back. Let's go. I mean, what, what, when, what's the better occasion than to have Jump the Sharp episode, by the way, number 75. Congratulations, Woodman. We're right. three quarters of a way to the century mark. Very but, good. Um, um, but that would explain the, the uh, radio silence here for a little bit. But I'm pumped to be back and I'm pumped to be with you. Uh, reunited and it feels so good brother me too brother absolutely appreciate it um and it's just happy to be back i also um i forgot to tell you before we went on air i do have a little bonus bet as well that i'll throw out um at the end so just remind me i have a little bonus well i look at you um i'm excited whoa while we have the pga going on you're gonna go with a live in tourney it is boner bet it is live. Holy shit. Yeah. Huh. Yeah. I love it. Love and every it's bit based of it. on some stuff that Andy Vlack was saying on his show. I don't know if you listened to the show. This I actually got I did, to actually, this week. Yeah. yeah, it was great. He did a good preview with that other guy who keeps hitting those huge DraftKings GPPs. Yep. Yep. <laughs> um, but that was he, he's the best. And uh yeah, just based on some stuff he said, I wanted to throw I want to throw something at you guys. But All uh, right. remind me later. But we'll end that with that. We have a little bit of a, you know, normally we do three picks. We are going to give you three picks. However, we're going to give you like baseball's in full swing. We have the playoffs in the NHL and the NBA. Um, so we're what we're going to do is Woodman's going to go ahead and tackle two picks on the baseball side. I'm going to give you a NHL and NBA pick. These are all for Friday the 20th. So get this while it's hot. And if you don't see this, jump in your feed and say, holy fuck. JTS is back. I'm listening yeah. today. Then yeah. that's on you because you're missing out on some W's. But um, then at the end, we're going to have a fun little. I'm not going to spoil it yet, actually. You'll see. And then apparently a PGA championship 
bonus pick, which now I'm giddy about. But before those tires start turning, Woodman, just like I like to do before tires turn, I like to see what I can drink and put in my... No, wait, that's not correct. But nevertheless, it's time for America's favorite segment. Woodman, what are you drinking? A little bit of the bubbly. I had mentioned that, and I'm going to try, I'm going to try, um, uh, well, actually, no, sorry. I did try it when I was there. So I've tasted this beer before, but I haven't had a sip yet tonight. So uh, <laughs> I, I mentioned before that there is a brewery that's opening like almost on my block here in Philly. It's right by Path Cheesesteaks. Well, come on. It's called Cartesian Brewing. It's a really cool place. And um, so they opened. They opened. Like, C-A-R-T-I-S-I-A-N? C-A-R-T-E-S-I-A-N. All right, almost. And yeah, almost. And um, they um, uh, had like six, seven different kinds. It all looks great. It, you know, it's a, the the brewmaster guy had worked at another place. He knows what he's doing. Um, Do they got the pounder cans four pack, or they give you the growler? The pounder cans four pack. There they we do go. have growlers as well. They have things on tap as well while you're there. So you get to try. I did a little flight, so I got to try five different sure. Johnskis. You know, hell yeah. Um, so especially it was awesome. with the Johnskis, always try the Johnskis. So Cartesian Brewing. All right, and I don't know how you say this. It's a cool gonna, can. It's like a you know kind of I'm like a go with Seracia. Yeah, Seracia maybe. It's a double IPA. It's a big boy. Um, Hold on, wait. Since I tried to spell Cartesian and got it wrong, <laughs> ladies and gentlemen, let's go ahead and give it seven seconds. Spell Seracia. Well, I have the camera okay. in front of me. No, I'm saying for them to try and do it in their head, jetbag. And then now you can go ahead and spell Seracia for them. See if they're mm. right. Mm. Well, now he's drinking it, so I'll do it. It was S E R R A T I A. Yeah. There you go. Did you win? Oh, good for you. Here's what's here's what I love about this. Did you see that color? That is a beautiful. It's beautiful. Beautiful brewski. This is really nice, dude. Um, they and again, they make it right here. I mean, this is not you can see the giant, what do you call them? Vats? Yeah, yeah, yep. But there's actually I think there's a different like word. a brew vat, like a big tub of aluminum. There, there's gotta be a, a word for what those things are. I, I think it's serratia. <laughs> but um they, it's you know it's so fresh it's made right here and um it, it has um a wonderfully bitter it's the best kind of bitter beer you know mm. how like like beer can sometimes be almost too bitter this sure. is like it is bitter but it's 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 balanced out um with the kind of um beautiful um uh like earthy tones that you get from some good hops you know all right oh that sounds good so it's really nice out of the flight was this part of the flight this this, one? this was, and then they also had a hazy that really caught my attention. I was going to well. say, was there anything else that you were like, giddy there up? Was, there's a killer hazy they make. I wish I'd, I don't write, the, write down the name, but um, yeah, if you guys see these guys, I don't know if they're in stores or whatever. Yeah, Cartesian Brewing. Very, very good local Philly beer. But, uh, pff, I think we got to have ourselves a little dinner date, my friend. Yeah, Let's man. Go. Um, it's, about, it's about literally a 60-second walk from my house. It's a beautiful thing. You know, it's a lot longer of a walk on the way back, but that's fucking amazing. <laughs> uh, I'm going to go ahead and do something that I actually haven't. I can't tell you the last time I've had this. And and for folks um, that aren't personal friends and family, I, another reason why we I've been away is I turned 40 over the break. And my wife threw me the insane, most insane, amazing surprise 40th birthday party. Legit surprise got me out of the woodwork. Turned our house into a casino Real dealers, you know, roulette, craps, blackjack, the whole nine, the whole backyard with friends, family galore. 
I have had so many. I'm lucky to have just so I have a surplus of brewskis now, and I can't wait for <laughs> the America's favorite segments to come because I'm going to be perusing them as we go over the next few weeks. But also for once, I actually have like a bar of just bourbons and uh, I got like bullet rise and just amazing like a scotches over here i just have shit to try and thank you to everybody but one of the things that i i, I think i have had because i'm very familiar with the brewery it's a victory brewery as mm. folks around here are very familiar with it's the double ipa dirt wolf oh um, i've not had that one i don't think you'd have not so I'm, no, I'm, i don't I, i'm pretty sure maybe i have like in a prior lifetime but i haven't had it in a while i'm gonna go ahead and do a little pour ski there i already have the crack open oh it's kind of like a see-through-ish it's not as dark yeah but uh you know more carbonated let's see what we got what were you gonna say it looks like a lager almost Mm. yeah Ooh. you know it kind of gives like a almost like a grapefruity oh uh, okay yeah it's uh, uh, a very very i I don't want to say floral fruity like that it's Kind of, I'm gonna go with. I'm just gonna say citrusy, grapefruity, and it's very carbonated, and it's a double. It's eight point seven. So I would love that. I love beers that are that are very carbonated. Like yeah, that. this would be a right up your alley then. I, yeah, I like that up a lot. To this. Um, and those... if I don't mind to say on the side, if I, I'm sorry to cut you off, but a little bit because you know I normally don't have the dough to just splurge on something but I don't know if I'm ever going to be able to go back rebel yell I love you and everything but I do have a little snifter on the side and woodman need I say more it's called wood for reserve Mm. I mean what am I supposed to do go back it's hard to go back to that it it is just it's like the perfect bourbon it really is it's not trying to do too much it's not flashy it's just the smoothest glass of bourbon that you can find so smooth my god i love it so that's where i'm sitting right now i'm sorry i didn't mean to cut you off there's no bite there's no aftertaste there's nothing ever totally clean finish there's no burn. I mean, right? It's it it's it doesn't have notes of like wood or smoke or anything. Right. It's not meant That's to. That's the thing because like I'm, just I'm looking forward to trying and smooth some of these. Like I got a, a high end scotch over here, and I've never been the biggest scotch guy because that was my thing. Like I don't want to drink a fire, you know. Yeah. And that's kind of what scotch was to me. But this might be a different story. But this Woodford, get out of town. Let me let me tell you, as someone who I think scotch is definitely an acquired taste for sure yeah i i got there but it took okay. me a bit i was used to bourbon i like bourbon and it took me oh, quite a few times with the scotch of trying no bullshit to last time i had scotch i think might have been my 30th and okay. someone gave me a, a what's the walkers it goes blue red black um, or black black uh, no, lowest? Well, yeah blue is the most expensive and then yeah black and then the red is the cheapest Okay, so I had I had either black or blue given to me for my thirtieth. It wasn't okay. the red. Wow! And I I was like, I'm out. Like I took one sip I, and I gave it to my buddy. It's not uh, for everyone, and and I don't. I personally still don't love those blended scotches like a, a Johnny Walker. But some of the single malts that you get you can get uh, from Scotland or uh, there's a. There's actually some Japanese ones that are super great. Really? Yeah, the Japanese are so wild, man. They're, they're such a, they're, they have dude, such a cool culture. About, dude, I am fascinated by Japan and Me too. Japanese culture. My wife thinks it's like so wacky that she doesn't even want to spend 
a second trying to even understand it. I get that too. They're, they're to just, me, it's like they're like very obsessive about everything, right? And so, like, so like some Japanese businessmen are, in like yes. the eighties, like they got really into scotch, and so they just brought on like giant barges, like tons and tons of soil and peat over from Scotland, and just like. Try to like recreate it there. And they did the same thing with wine. They got really into red wines from France, Burgundy, especially. So they brought over all this soil from France and they, you can get wine there. That's pretty much tastes like Burgundy. And this it's, is, it's Japanese. When the fuck, where are you going to hear this other shit? You know <laughs> what I mean? This is amazing stuff by the Woodman. This is why I missed you so much. And that's probably why I'm kind of obsessed with Japanese culture. Cause I when I like something, especially when it's new to me, you get I, into it. I just kill yeah. it, dude. I love that about them. There's like they're just so into stuff. Like yep. you see it with their baseball fans. They're nuts. Oh yeah, they're nuts. It's awesome. It's great. It's a beautiful thing. Well, shout out to Japan tonight for some yes. reason. Yes. Um, so cheers to you, yeah. Japanese. <laughs> I'm gonna drink some Woodford just because of that too. But <laughs> as we start here for the plays of the week, the picks of the week, if you will. Uh, I know, I don't know about you guys. I've kind of toned it down with, with the, the, the bets because just my fucking literal physical nature. And I didn't feel like picking up a phone, but, um, it's not very common to sit when you have COVID and make a bunch of sports, make bets. a whole bunch of bets. No, it's not. Okay. Good. <laughs> I don't I think so. I didn't know if I was on a limb there, but, <laughs> uh, I'm really antsy and I'm looking forward to, I've actually missed this format because I loved the fact that after the show, I would just pick up the phone and be like, Oh, I'm, let me put in Woodman's picks. Oh, let me, let me make sure I have mine, you know, right. So I'm looking forward to having some action. Yeah. And I don't know if you guys have, have you know, missed us as far as that's concerned, but let's go ahead and give you some W's here. Right. Woodman. Why don't you go ahead and lead off and uh, play center field? Uh, it's, the, it's the Woodman, David Woody with, with one of his two baseball picks. I'll give, and I'm going to give you the the first pick out of my mouth will be the one that has the nicest, juiciest odds. And I'm, that's, that's not really on purpose. It's because I have the most confidence in it. Give it to me hard. <laughs> the, <laughs> so, you got me, dude. Gotcha, baby. You got me pretty so good. good. Look, now, now the truth is that the Braves have been struggling. Uh, they haven't, they have not been uh, playing uh, all that well. And uh, especially their offense. And the Marlins have actually exceeded expectations this year. So you might say, Dave, what are you doing taking the Braves run line and minus one and a half in Miami at plus 132? Well, I will tell you why. First of all, plus 132. Plus 132. That's my first pick. Give it to me. Braves minus one. Don't make me do it. (laughs) Um, Fine. Give it to me hard. Number one reason is. First of all, things revert to the mean. Baseball is is a long season, and it helps to have a little bit of a background in statistics and probability. Just even if I mean, I don't I don't have a background in that stuff like that. I work with it, but I just know you know the basic concepts of like. If revert- anyone's gonna fudge that they actually do have one, it's you. <laughs> no, I don't have. <laughs> I never worked in, but I took stats and I liked it, and I I get the basic ideas. And one of the basic ideas in statistics is if you're going to have um, a data set with many data points, for example, 162 games, that's a <laughs> lot of data points. Um, you're going to have reversion to the mean. Things will get out of bounds for a while. They might get a little wacky. Maybe um, some team starts off the year uh, fifteen and one in one run games, or, and, or or the Reds like start out four and twenty eight. Almost impossible. I mean, they, well, they <laughs> are very impossible. bad, but they're not that bad, right? That's right, that's exactly. that's impossibly bad. Um, so you know, things statistical anomalies can happen. 
in a large data set, but they don't last. Over the long period of time, things revert back towards the mean because outliers are just that. They're very rare. They're outliers. And so, you know, I think this has been um, a rough stretch for the Braves. They're defending champs. This is kind of normal in any sport, frankly. The defending champ often comes out and doesn't start the year very great. It's pretty Especially common. Especially in baseball, it seems. Even in basketball. I remember some of Kobe, Lakers, like, yeah. th- there were teams where you knew that by the end of the year they were going to be badass. any Philly team that has ever won a championship. <laughs> yes, honestly. So honestly right now. Yes, it's true, yeah. uh, right? And and so, um, anyway, um, well, that's a long way of saying the number one reason I'm choosing this is just reversion of the mean. The Braves are are the better team on talent by a, a long, long shot than the Marlins are. Um, let's bet Taking on the them, run line here, brother. Bet on them getting right. Definitely take the run line. Take the run line. But plus one thirty two is much more interesting. Um, I, I I I think I'm going to start taking more run lines even than money. The money lines just they're just the odds are not that favorable, you know. Um, and then it's my funny second, how we've come full circle on that, by the we way. We have. We have. Well, I told because, you, I read, I read more about it, and it yeah. turned out that I don't know where, where I had got the idea in my head originally. I think it was just my own idea that I believed was true, but it's not actually true that like run lines are considered a sucker bet in baseball. That's really not – I don't know where I, why I thought that, but like that's not well, what the Well, it's because sharp, we got burned – we got burned on them a couple times. I guess because we got burned. I, when we were like, doing parlays. I was trying to think thing. back, like, oh, had I read that? And I'm like, no, I just thought it was true. You know? Yeah. Yeah. I wonder if statistically the, the uh, percentage of one run games in every baseball game, that would be, an, I'm sure you can find it just by a simple Google search, but um, that would be, that there, would be there's, interesting. There's plenty. And, and in a year like this year where scoring is down, there's probably more. So it, there's definitely times you should just take, the I, money, I just have a line. feeling when we think about it and when you put forth what you just put forth to it, that it's more manageable to be like, Oh no, they're going to win by at least two. They're going to win by at least two. Here's my second reason. Charlie Morton's been lights out. His last couple starts, he's been lights out. I believe he's only allowed three hits total in his last two starts. Underrated um, pitcher, man. Yeah, he, and he's old now, but like he's still crafty and he's good, and um, he's on fire right now. He's lights out, dude. So give me the Braves easily. Uh, it's not a problem. I uh, think they take him down. You know, but I wouldn't be surprised. Like the final score of the game is like five to one. Beautiful. Do me a favor. Why don't you go ahead and keep the baseball going? Why don't you do a okay. little sweep of your two here, and then I'll get into the other sports. Well, this one's even easier, and I, I don't, I don't think I understand the, this line. Um, this is just like a, a stinky line, I guess, uh, to me. So the the, the Orioles are are horrible. Well, well stink. The Orioles are horrible. They're they're absolutely one of the very worst teams in the American League. They just they, they can't play at all. They're horrible. They don't hit. They don't pitch. They don't field. They're no good at anything. The Rays are fantastic. They're twenty three and fifteen. Um, they actually had have been even hotter than that, but they're they're still really really good. The Rays are are excellent. Um, I think by winning percentage, I believe they're a third or second in the American League. They're very very good team. Um, uh, we've talked about them in the preseason as well in yeah. um, spring training. I should say preseason is like a football term. In in spring training, we talked about them as well. Um, that they just do everything really well. They're they're like they're they have all these guys who can play multiple positions. They have all these pitchers who like they don't mind like 
what the same guy will one day will be the opener and he'll pitch like three innings. Then he gets one day off. Then the next day after that, he closes the game. And then like mm. the third day after that, he'll get like two more days after that. He'll, he'll get like three innings. He'll pitch the sixth, seventh and eighth or something like that. They have all these guys. And seriously, literally like they'll move these guys around it's all insane, the, all the man. hitters play multiple positions. Um, they're all, they, they shift the most out of any team. They, um, they're like, they, they they could still play small ball on you too. Like doing certain, like they do all these modern things, but then once in a while they'll do old school things. Like they still hit and run when very few teams do that. Beautiful. Anymore. Dude, that just, just hearing that, that term just got me a little <laughs> they're just, chub chub. They're really cool. Like dude, if you're like, kind of like not that into baseball, you don't have a team, you don't give a shit. And you want to like adopt a team? I might like think about taking the Rays. Like they just play. That's the first time I heard so... the, the first time I heard hit and run that hasn't had to do with watching the news in like <laughs> yeah. two years. Yeah, seriously. I'm gonna go watch a baseball game right now. Let's Baseball's go. awesome, and the Rays are awesome, and the Orioles are terrible. So I get this run line at plus one ten. I'll take that all the way to the bank, baby. Right. My, minus one and a half Rays at the Orioles plus one ten Friday night. If you can get it on your TV, if you happen to live near Tampa or Baltimore, or if you have the ticket, man, put your feet up, crack open a beer. You're going to love watching this game. And, you know, it's probably going to be like eight to two. It's a beautiful thing. Look at a you. A bit of the bubbly. Making people get their vices on a Friday night. Go ahead and do it. And do What about, what about a two-team parlay here at plus 132, plus 110? That's got to get you maybe at least a plus three. Three hundo. I don't have it, but I can. It's okay. Um, we can do I'm, it. I'm excited. Let's let's wait for it. Ready? Let's wait for it. He's going to give it to us soon. Give it to me hard. Okay. Now the Braves gotta, line has moved it's... just slightly. Instead of 132, it's 134. It's even better. That's but, even better. But this is 391. So if you did it right now, <laughs> 391. That's pretty good. A four and to the, one base. And it's only a two legger. I love. I that's love, what I mean. Four I to love, one for a two legger. I love two leg parlays. Two leg parlays are an underrated thing in gambling because a lot of times when you that's do, that's why a three, I love the teasy so much. That's why you love the teasy so much, and that's why. A lot of times when we do our four, five, six legger, what happens? We miss it by one miss leg. Miss it by right? Uno, exactly. Um, I th- I love a, t- a good two legger. If you if you like the odds, do it. I'm gonna do it right now while we're talking. Well, I'll tell you what, you go for it. I'm gonna do it as well a little bit later. But right now, I want to go ahead and give somebody look. You could probably go ahead and pair these up for almost similar uh, payout. But first, I'm gonna hit the uh, hit the ice here, the NHL on a Friday night here. I'm gonna give you a money line winner. Plus 165 in the NHL. I love That's it. the Edmonton Oilers at the Calgary Flames. Give me the Oilers down one in the series. Um, a ridiculous game the other night. A 9-6 affair that the Flames won. 15 goals. Get 15 out of here. goals. Can you imagine? Insane. Here's what you got to do, folks, when it comes to this kind of shit. Read the tea leaves, okay? Read them. The right the fuck in front of you. Flames went up three to not three three nothing in that game immediately. Then they were up five to one. The Oilers came back and tied that bitch at six up. Okay, it was six six at the time. So they do not give up. They have had some out of hand games in the playoffs and have been embarrassed, but they don't give up ever still. But I, I want to ask a question here. 
And first of all, the NHL isn't a very well-known sport. It's not the, you know, I, I get it. It's not the number one sport in, in the United States and all that. But, no, but it's to, fun to bet. It is fun to bet. But who scored for these teams? Who scored? Let me tell you who scored for the Oilers, okay? Connor McDavid. You know him? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah MVP. Yeah, right. Well, he scored his fifth goal in the playoffs. It's a lot, right? Yeah. Uh, that's first game of the second round. He's got fucking five goals. Yeah. Uh, Leon Dreisaitl. Yeah. Oh, an MVP candidate himself. and probably finished second in the voting this year. He scored his sixth goal in the playoffs, so he's on fire. And Hyman, he scored his fourth goal. Like, you got, got, you got, you got goal scorers scoring goals for the Edmonton Oilers. You have fucking good motherfucking players scoring goals. So they're still, like, granted their defense and the goalie was just out of, out of whack, but they're still playing, and their stars are scoring. Okay? Who scored for the Flames? Well, Kachuk's their boy, right? Uh, but he's, he had a hat trick, but... After his hat trick, that was his, his fourth goal. His last goal was his fourth of the playoffs. So second, third, and fourth, they all scored. So going into that game, you only had one. Mm. Now that's a superstar. Who else scored for them that game? Brett Ritchie. Oh yeah, who's he? I don't know. I don't got a poster of him. In my I have no idea. Yeah. Tell you that right now. Guess how many? That was his first goal of the playoffs. Mm. Oh cool. Uh, Blake Coleman scored two goals in that game. That Guess what? First and second goals of the playoffs. Okay. Mm-hmm. So oh Andrew. I don't even know how to pronounce this dude's last name. Magpie. I've never fucking heard him. I just made up Magpie, but it <laughs> begins with an M. It has a G and a P and maybe an I and an E. Um, he scored his second goal of the playoffs. Okay, great. Who are these dudes? And that's how they got all their, goal, all their goals to win 9-6. Okay, so the Oilers, their, their balls are, are out there right there. Their, their boys are going and scoring big-time goals to try and get them back in that game, and they did for the majority of it. And then you got the Flames who, besides Kachuk, are getting goals from who the fuck are these dudes? It's just not – my point out of all of this is that that will not happen again. The Oilers are going to have their fucking big balls guys out there scoring goals. The Flames are now going to – what happens when Brett Ritchie, Blake Coleman, and Andrew Magipie doesn't fucking score a goal? That's what's going to happen in game two. The Oilers are coming back 1-1. Oilers lost in game one around one, 4-3 versus L.A. What happened in the next game, game two in that series? How about a 6 nothing victory? Okay, Kick their butt. Yeah, so I think Oilers plus 165. Like it. Let's go. It's bold. I love it. That's a very that's a very Hollywood pick too. That's very, how we get back into the game here, Woodman. It's been almost it. a month. Let me go ahead and give you're, you something to just you're feeling it, and it's also bold. It is bold, but it's gonna happen, baby. I think a magpie is a bird, isn't it? A kind of bird. I think so. I, to me, it seems like the mix of like I don't know. It reminds me of like poop and something else. But why does magpie? I think that's remind a cow pie. Cow pie. Well, yeah, magpie a, is a bird. Hmm, a bird that eats cow shit well maybe not i don't think so <laughs> we'll have to check on that i'm gonna go ahead and parlay if you will to the nba on I'm a friday night here. little this is the wikipedia entry for magpies you can see he's a cute little guy actually is he yeah take a look he's cute do a little magpie wikipedia yeah Hold on, folks Look at look how cute he is. <laughs> Let me see what we got here. This magpie. Oh, he is. He's got he's got like a little blue white. Yeah. Him. I wasn't yeah. expecting the blue streak. That's pretty no me neat. either. Yeah, he's pretty. How about that? Yeah, he's pretty. Guess what? He had his uh, second goal of the playoffs the other night. But <laughs> he ain't scoring on Friday. I'll tell you that right now. Uh, and and um, on the NBA side, tomorrow night we have the Mavericks at the Warriors. Okay. Yeah. Now. 
the Warriors took took care of business last night, and I expected that actually. What I also expect is for the game two now to be a little bit of a shootout. Okay, a part of me wants to take Mavericks uh, plus a six here. I'm going to stay away from that just because this might be a home wins every game kind of series. Mm. Um, I'm not going to necessarily mess around with the fact of the plus six. It could, you know, at any time with the Warriors, it could be a a, a ten plus. So I might change that tune later in the series when I see how these two teams merge. But one thing I do know is that the over on two fourteen is something that I like. Uh, okay, so. Um, smart. That strikes me as very smart. Yeah, Mavs three and one after a loss in this year's playoffs. So uh, that's why I kind of was almost on the money line. But here's the thing: they haven't gone two games in a row without a hundred plus points per game, and they just scored eighty. Okay, so last time they put up in the eighties, they they followed it with one thirteen. And this is this playoff. So that's kind of what they do coming out of a shit offensive performance. Uh, Golden State averages 116 and a half points per game at home in the playoffs. And this is a home game. This is game two. Dallas, on the other hand, average 107 points per game on the road in the playoffs. Folks, that adds up to 223 and a half. And this fucking thing says 214. All right. So yeah. even just on the law of averages right there, you're looking at nine and a half points. And in basketball, that's a shit ton, especially when you got guys like Luca and Curry and, you know, Paul now who's looking like a beast, <laughs> fucking clay, all these cats. So I'll take the over on that 214. Um, I haven't, I will, I'll be honest, have not watched every game of these playoffs. Um, You know, once the Sixers got eliminated, I kind of uh, lost a little bit of a, uh, Interest to an extent. I mean, I still, I still, I still want to see how it all shakes out because it is um, absolutely wild to think of how good the Warriors and Celtics could play each other. I mean, that could be like a really, really special finals. Just given how well the Celtics, I mean, the Celtics really play like a team is my view, right? Yeah, um, no, they definitely 100% well coached. And, and the Warriors kind of, have been yep. together for so long and just, you know, they know each other so well. And, um, like, did you see that thing? <laughs> I don't want to sidetrack us too much, but, like, did you see that thing I think that somebody won't... posted the tweet of where Clay and, and Steph will go and the two of them will stand under the basket? And to I did not break, see this. To break off like as fast as possible to make their cuts to right. try to go out towards the, th- the three point line and get yep. it open on the baseline. They grab each other's arms and whip whip each other around. You see, that this? doesn't seem like something I would want as a general manager or an owner of that team. It is, is it violent? No, no, no. It's not violent at all. It's so. Um, it's such an ingenious way to get open. It's, oh, you're, you're saying like they're using it as something they would do in the game. They use each other as leverage to get out. That's crazy. To get open for a wow. shot. It's crazy. It's and they do so many little. Is that something things that like, another team could just catch on to and then just sure shut down? Yeah, sure. But you'd have to have two guys who played together yeah, right. a long time. You couldn't yep. just put like Harden and Embiid couldn't have done that this year. You know, um, well, not least of which because Harden is thirty three, but looks and runs like a 55 year old dad yeah. <laughs> uh as a 40 year old dad i i actually that sounds awesome a, a dad runner if you will good old dad uh, runner but i don't no, like to run but seriously um no no you you're not built for that you're more of a um 
the fuck's that mean? Well, you, you would you don't want to go out and do a bunch of runs. You want to go and have a couple of brewskis with your pal. Okay. Well, now I'm on board. I didn't win, know where you were going with it. Win a bunch of money betting understand. on sports. You know, that's, that's your thing. I can't wait to listen to the show tomorrow and figure out what I'm going to bet on. <laughs> Um, but seriously, though, um, I just want to say one thing on on just to, to corroborate or I guess a backup um, Brian's point a little bit. You know, I think that thing could go. I wouldn't even mind. Do they have alt? Can I do an alt over? Yeah, I'm sure. Why not? And just off the side cuff here, because we yeah. were doing the Woody's uh, two team parlay, Oilers uh, money line and over 214 will get you at plus 377. Ooh. So we're both looking, uh, we're both sniffing almost a four to one. There's got to be an alt over. I mean, there's there definitely is. alt lines. It is. It's under alternative, alternate, yeah, total, alternate point. total points. So what are you thinking? You're going over two twenty and a half yeah, at plus yeah, two, over two twenty and a half at plus one sixty two. I'm putting a little little bit on that. I want now. If I change it to that at Oilers uh, money line and then that, you're looking at plus five fifty five. The Woodman's feeling frisky, and he's just taking alt overs based on my regular over. It's already in. It's done. It's only six more points, ladies and gentlemen. I'm leaving it in. Okay. Oh man. Well, you're going to leave it in? When's the last time you did that? <laughs> Gotta ask the wife. 60% of the time, it works every time. <laughs> Just saying. <laughs> Let's have some fun here for the rest of the show. We got four bangers, no pun intended, on this pick, on these picks here. Winners, ask if you ask me. my wife about that, too. <laughs> Let's go ahead. Before we get the go- – well, I'm so pumped about this golf pick. You have no idea. I'm really excited that you threw that in because I got no – And I'm going to make you wait for it too. I'm not giving it right now. Are we still talking about the wife or <laughs> – We're going NFL. That's what she said. <laughs> we're going NFL week one picks yep. right now. We're fucking doing it, bro. May 20th. We did it last year. I forget yes. even what happened, but the, um, the schedule. I, I actually remember. I believe we both hit. I, I believe. I'm pretty so. confident. I'm pretty I'm confident. Pretty sure I had a Vikings pick. I don't and know. I think I had the Cowboys to not cover the spread. Fine with me. And they didn't. Um, In fact, they lost outright. Right? They lost to the Bucks. Yeah. Oh well, that's oh, wait. They 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 did open the season against the Bucks last year. That's yeah, the same lost. shit that's happening this year. They really the NFL is that unoriginal? They're going to do it again. It's the same deal. It's a Thursday night game that opens up the season. Oh no, wait. It's a Monday no, it's night not. game. I'm sorry. I but was going to say oh, it, it is, is Bucks. Still Cowboys Bucks. Yeah, yeah. Well, that's so dumb. It is so dumb. NFL, come on. Seriously, that that's got to be a bitch making. All right, schedule, but if dude. you guys that's something are, I don't do not envy. That's a huge bit. I mean, that you can use a computer to do a bunch of it, but then you got to ultimately you're gonna have to manually edit a bunch of crap out. Big time. Um, right, yeah, so guys, if y'all have like been here? really missing the NFL, um, I mean, I know we had the draft, but if you've been missing us betting on NFL games, <laughs> miss it no more. We're gonna do week one tonight. We're just doing. Brian's instruction to me was. Woody, I want you to just take a look at the week one schedule and pick one if something jumps out at you. And it did. Beautiful. Good. I, when you started that, I thought that like it was going to be that I yelled at you or something. I don't know. Was a, my instruction to you was to do this. Did We're you, doing you, a show, Woody. Tomorrow, I will see you. Instead of the time that I did told you, you. Mean to yell at me because you definitely did not yell at me. No, no, no. I'm saying the way you said it was like almost like I was like a Stalinish 
you know, oh, coming at you. Yes. My, my instructions a, uh, were to a, do this. A, a mustachioed fascist dictator. <laughs> That's right. That's yeah. right. I could probably turn this, uh, you know, get rid of the beard oh, part. Oh, you could and, do it. Yeah. If you got rid of the beard, it would, that yeah. would be a hell of a mustache, actually. And we would have the world's first, uh, you know, silent podcast. <laughs> like, it could be like, what, what was his name? What was the silent movie guy? Charlie Chaplin. Chaplin. I could Chaplin the shit out of this goddamn podcast. But before that, let's go ahead and get some early, early uh, NFLWs here, right? I mean, we're talking week one and May May 20th. And, I want winners. Well, let's go ahead and give it now because I got news for you. I got a fucking unit on this one already. Let's go I, win, I, man. I, I wish we could prove that. I, I mean, maybe there's some way we can go back and look, but I know for a fact we went 2-0 on this these picks last year. Anybody wants to go ahead and listen to the show and find what show it is? Oh, super fans out there, giddy up. But um, I don't have the time. No. <laughs> Brian doesn't have the time. Plus, he still has COVID. So. I might. I, who knows? You know? Fuck. Do you want I'll me to what first? I still have, and that's a problem, is a little bit of wood for reserve in my main shot glass, and that's going down the hatch right now. All right. I will vamp while you go if you need to refill. Mm. Okay. So I looked through the whole list of week one. It's it's very easy to find, by the way. These are like, you know, now oh, yeah. that the schedule has come out, they're they're kind of making this this easy. They 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 love these sports books. Love the NFL. It's kind of like the Family Guy episode with the guy with his wallet. Look at my kids. Look at my kids. And he's smacking a dude in the face with it. Like, as soon as the schedule came out, you logged on. The- they started. Sure, there's playoffs going on, and the MLB's in full swing. No, it's like NFL Week 1, NFL Week 1. Yeah. Smacking. It's funny. It's like the prime, most prime time of the year for quite a few other sports. And they're just like, hey, Doesn't hey. Matter. Yeah. Hey. So um, They want to make money, man. So the thing that, that struck me was and i hope we don't have the same one but it's possible because it, I, I know this be. one probably definitely you considered it at least but i just cannot believe i i don't i i find it just shocking please I don't really do. please please david as bad please as the seahawks are gonna be this year okay all right we're good this is russell wilson's first game not as not a seahawk mm-hmm. his first game he's in seattle the Seahawks are almost certainly the worst team in the NFL. I mean, or bottom three, two anyway, right? For sure. I mean, even their fans will admit, like, there's no chance of them. They don't have there's, anything. There's no 12th man this year. No. There's not even an 11th. No, it's very bad. Um, you know, I just can't believe it. It's it's four and a half. It's, it's Broncos minus four and a half. Wow. Now, the Broncos are one of these teams where Brian and I were on them two years ago when we started this show a little bit mm-hmm. because we said, well, look, this guy, Drew Locke, you know, he's young. I don't know if he was a rookie or a second year, but, like, he's young. He's not proven. He's, he's never done anything. But, like, he only has to be, like, okay because he has such weapons. He has such weapons, right? He's got this great running back. Melvin Gordon, he's got, you know, Cortland Sutton, Sutton, Jerry Judy. He's got Noah Fant, who's a really fast tight end, if nothing else. He's a good tight end. I think he's good. I think he is good. He's got a lot of weapons. You can still throw to him, by the way. He's got a lot of weapons, and and he had a pretty good defense, too. Now, the Broncos D is probably not quite what it was. They certainly don't have the star power. You know, doesn't matter. They got Patrick Sertan, my boy. They still have Sertan. They honestly have. It's still a pretty good unit. They played well last year. They also have this two-headed monster running back. It's going to take a lot of pressure off of Russ, which I think he's going to appreciate. And then 
if Sutton and Judy can be even just a fraction of what I think both of them can be. Sutton stays healthy. That makes Judy so much better. They're both, they're honestly both better. I mean, Judy, Judy's tougher to me. Sutton, it's just health. If he's healthy, I know he's going to be good because I've seen it. At 100% Judy health. wasn't good as a rookie. Now, that's that's not saying much. It's very hard to be good as a rookie in the NFL, a receiver. That's tough. Most yeah. rookie receivers are horrible, even ones that later have great careers. You know, It's just tough. Um, and then, of course, his second year, he started off good, and then he got hurt. So we'll see about him. I think he's pretty damn good. I think he could be a really good, if nothing else, at least, Jerry Judy should be a good possession receiver. And I'm Jerry Judy's really good. Sutton is He'll be- just like a... I mean, when healthy, obese. So let me ask you this, because this is what I was thinking. And this, as I was asked the question, and I'm glad that you kept going with your point, because a part of me was like, don't. And I probably wouldn't ask this question if I didn't already start it. But I already started it, and I want to ask the question. I know it seems weird. But you got to think about Russell Wilson as being the X factor here. Yeah, of course. Um, at 100% health, who's the better wide receiver core? Lockett and Metcalf or Sutton and Judy? It's most likely Lockett and Metcalf. I get it. It is Lockett and Metcalf. But I think we're going to – and for me to even ask that question shows to me what I think that Russell Wilson can do to these guys and what I actually think of these guys. I really think that Cortland Sutton, healthy, is a top 10 wide receiver in this league. He's a beast. I really think that. He's a beast. And I think Jerry Judy is really good as well. And I think they'll both be good in contested catches. I think they both have good hands. I mean, these are good players. And and if anybody knows how to unlock good players, it's Russell Wilson. He's just such a incredible difference maker. I, I to me, I just I was surprised by the line. I just thought it was a funky line, man. I was Four expecting it to be about seven. That's what I I'll thought. I'll tell you what. You know what's funky about that? The over-under on that game is 42.5, and it's in Seattle. And I think that that goes way under. I think that Denver wins that game like like 21-3. to 3. You know what I mean? Seattle's games are probably all going to go under this year. I, mean, I can't it, imagine Seattle putting, they can't up, score. How are they gonna put, score? putting up 17 points in that game. Maybe, I really can't. Maybe, maybe, Brian, maybe what we're not considering is maybe the odds makers are baking in that – Seattle is still going to get a better quarterback from somewhere. I don't think so. I think the, the way the way that uh, Pete Carroll's been talking about Drew Locke, he's talking about Drew Locke the way we talked about him two years ago. That like it was like everything's all well, shiny. That's really on. stupid because we've we, have, <laughs> we talked about that because we didn't have any data. So yeah, no. before you have any data, you don't know, right? Yep. So we, I'm not. We weren't stupid. We just didn't know. We're like, yeah, he Mizzou, could be, Mizzou he, data we had, but that's yeah, he not, could, not NFL that's data. That's not NFL data. So it's like, so our thing, our point was, well, he could be X, Y, and Z. And yeah. he could have been those things. Everyone thought now Blake Gabbert was going to be great. Yeah, but exactly. Or Jamarcus Russell. But it's like, okay, well, now we've got two years of data. Pete, Petey Sunshine, I like to call him. <laughs> Do you really? Like, that's yeah. interesting. And it's like, okay, buddy, you know, you're just going to ignore the... Hey, buddy, you like to call him. <laughs> Whatever, <laughs> man. Um, give me the Broncos, minus four and a half in Seattle. Look at how much one. we've been bloviating, as you would say, about the NFL. Minus, just, we're just so... We're excited. We love the NFL, man. So minus 110 on that. Giddy up to you. I'm, I love it. I actually really enjoy that. Um, you know what's funny about that? You, you're so confident in this pick. It's an away team, minus four and a half. Mine is an away team, minus four and a half. No way. And it's so fucking hitting me in the face once again. Look at my kids. Look at my kids. 
look at my kids. Look at like hitting me in the fucking face when really? I saw it. And I was just like, holy shit. Okay. I'm what putting you- a goddamn unit on this right now. What is There's it? a really good team that is always good. <laughs> that is kind of a perennial. I'm, I'm not going to say Super Bowl contender, but a division contender. Always going to make the playoffs against a team that is really, really bad. Mm. And they are only minus four and a half on the road. That's the Baltimore Ravens minus four and a half at the New York Jets. Yes. Oh, my God. Wait a second. <gasps> the Jets had the greatest draft ever, right? Because they traded back in. They got uh, the, the the cat from Florida State, Johnson, you know, the, the, the edge rusher, after getting those two high-profile picks in the first, beginning of the first. I get it. Sure. They helped their team out tremendously. Robert Sala has a great future ahead of him with a great roster to build on if they do it correctly, by the way. I mean, we've seen this happen before, but this shit just doesn't happen on OTAs and, you know, through August and no. three preseason games. And then all of a sudden, three first rounders that everyone, well, they got one at 27 that should have went top 15. And holy fuck, they're not just going to come out being like, we are the new, you know, Patriots. <laughs> Look at us for the next 15. It just doesn't happen. Think about this line at any time over the past three years. Ravens at Jets. And if you see Ravens at Jets minus four and a half, I know Marquise Brown and Hollywood's out of there. I get it, but it doesn't matter. You got to look at John Harbaugh. You got Kyle Hamilton now, my boy, who's going to be back there at safety against Zach Wilson, who's junk. He's junk. So he showed. The, he showed. I mean, what I saw from Zach Wilson. I think we talked about this at some point last year. He showed he's really got a big league arm. He's a poor man's Drew Brees. Yeah. He can't see over the line of scrimmage, but he has an arm to make up for it, except he doesn't have the ability like Drew Brees to anticipate. He's but not- he's also young. He might eventually. Drew Brees struggled in his first year with San Diego. I get True. it. But like, but Drew Brees showed a little bit more of the, uh, you know, okay, we can actually build around this guy. I don't think that you can say right now the Jets fans could say 100% that this is a guy we're building around for the next 10 years. He has he has not shown the ability. It takes time, man, for a rookie class to gel, especially when you have a whole bunch of egos well, like that go through the door if, at the same time. And if I could just agree with you very loudly, yes, that right? sounds awesome. Uh, I mean, <laughs> even if you think that Brian is um, drinking ma- a double IPA, making assumptions about the team as it goes through the year that you don't think are justified. You can certainly agree. It should be, I think universally everyone should agree with this pick because it's week one. These are rookies Mm -hmm. in week one. For sure. This might, it might be like, holy shit. Garrett Wilson is like a a top five wide receiver in this league. You might say that in week seven. You're not going to say in week one. Look at Jamar chase last year. Yeah. Right. Look at Jamar chase last year. He, He was amazing. Amazing. He wasn't so amazing week one. No, right. It but takes it, it a takes bit. Time. They just got to get out. But also, there. you know, and that that's a really, really good uh, analogy right there, by the way. Because you had Barrow, who already had a year in the league. But these are just... And they like, had even played together. Right. And that's the thing. They already played together. Like, Barrow is a different cat. And uh, he's earned my respect. And Me too. By the way, they are my... Um, 
honorable mention. They're minus six and a half at home against Pittsburgh with Mason Rudolph or fucking Mitch Trubisky. I don't care. I don't know. But nevertheless, that's that's something we'll talk about. But dude, Ravens minus four. We got two minus four and a half uh, road teams. Go, let's go on that. Let's do a little money line par on that. I correct myself. I was trying to remember if I was right about that. That was wrong. Jamar Chase had 101 yards in week one. That's and nine touchdowns. <laughs> I don't know. I don't think he had any touchdowns, but still, I, 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 okay, that was a bad example. But there are many examples of a rookie who had a great rookie year. Even, <laughs> ones who won rookie of the year i stand by my pick i don't week, give a fuck week one is tough for rookies and and guys if you're counting on brian's pick to be wrong you're counting on like eight jets rookies to all have a good week one game that doesn't seem I, that doesn't seem like a very good bet no i exactly exactly and if you want to do oh wait what's going on with the parlay here Oh, the, the uh, DraftKings isn't even letting you parlay yet on the NFL side. But the reason why I did DraftKings is because, folks, if you would like the minus four and a half yeah. on the Ravens, well, you better get it on DK because it's minus five and a half on FanDuel. If that doesn't already that. tell you something. Yeah, that should tell you something right there. If you wanted to money line parlay these two on FanDuel, it's plus 109. No, fuck that. Just give me the the, the, the reg juice on the on the lines here. Let's go. Um so yeah, that's that's a fun little pick here. I like it that we both have the similar uh, style going in there. Two away teams that are way better than the other team that are probably just going to go ahead and sweep that ass. You know what I mean? Yes. Now, can we please? Because I am, I'm on pins and needles here, salivating, boys and girls. It is time apparently for a bonus pick, and it has to do with a little bit. Of the PJ Championship style golf going on here. Shout out to Andy Lack, by the way. Shout out to Andy Lack. He told he said, "Watch out for he this told guy." Me. <laughs> <laughs> he said on the show, "Watch out for this guy." And he was thinking, and he was also thinking the other the other name. This is not my. I know, name. I know who you're going to say. Well, the other name that he didn't say was Jordan Spieth, oh, but okay. but Spieth was was he he said too chalky for him to pick it, and it turns out, I mean, after it's only one day. And he could still come back, but speed is way down there. I'm, I'm scrolling down, down, down. I don't see his name. Oh, there he is. Can he's I tied, guess? He's tied for 56, the two over. Okay. So, you know, I'm, if you picked him, you're not feeling great. Um, yeah, you can guess. I'll, I'll give you a hint that it is an American. Oh, no, don't, 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 it's an American. What? It's an American. Oh, okay. All right. Well, wait, I don't even know his last name. Isn't necessarily American. Is, is his last name two letters? No. Okay. I thought it was Kevin Nah for a oh, second. But. That'd be fun. No, um, Andy said, watch out for JT here. You love JT. Every time you talk off, it's about JT. <laughs> or, or, I'm or getting Justin you Johnson. a sign. No, no, you are, it doesn't even matter. I'm the day DJ guy. You are, That's you right. love yourself some JT. I do. I, I, I like his game. How do he finish today? Because where is he at? So he's tied fourth. He's minus three. Oh, all right. So, through, so he's two strokes back behind Rory. After one, you know, after one day. What's, so, the, what's the win, John, right now? So you can get him right now on FanDuel. It's, it, I wish it was a little better, but it's plus 750. That's I, not bad. That's not bad. 
It's not. Is a, Rory at the top at minus five still? He is, and he's okay. at only plus two ninety. At plus two ninety, I don't think that's worth it. Shout out to Andy and the dude that was on his show this week. They both called Rory as the winner when they went down the, the wire. They were like, pick the winner, and they both called Rory. So shout out to ADP. They did, and I should have taken it because at the time, I think you could have gotten that at um, around like maybe plus 500. I think. Uh, what's maybe, that? What, maybe, when they called Rory? Yeah. No, no, no. It was, pre, it was pre-tournament, so it was plus 1,600. I should have yeah. taken that. Yeah, I put a little snifter on that. Justin Thomas plus seven hundred on DraftKings. So you want to find if you dig this, uh, it's plus seven fifty on uh, Fanduel, and that's the way you want to go. And that's my pick. I watched some of the, you know, I watched the highlights as as one does. And, Very cool. Um, I thought he looked pretty locked in, and so I still think it is probably Rory. And I wish I had put a snifter on that, but since I missed it, I'm not going to put money on him now at only plus two ninety. I don't think that. I think that's a, a bad bet. Uh, instead, I'll go with JT, who I think is the next best chance. Can I ask you a question while you have the <laughs> standings? Do you still have the PGA Championship standings? I do. I do. Because so. I may very well be at full staff in a couple of seconds, depending on what you say here. Oh Xander Shoffley, where is he at right now? Okay. At this moment, he is tied for seventh at minus two. Where is Willie Zalatoris? I believe he is. Uh, He's tied for second at minus four. And how he about had- Ma- Matthew Fitzpatrick? Tied for seventh at minus two. Holy shit. Full staff confirmed. Because I have a future uh, John on Fandle. Shawfley, top five. Zalatoris, top 10. Fitzpatrick, top 20 at plus 6,500. Yeah, you're right there. You're right Let's there. Let's go. That would be a nice little pay. That might pay off the carpet that I'm trying to get in this room here. Let's go. Also, one of um, Andy's faves, uh, Hoagie. Yeah, the hoagie shows up. I see that. Yeah, Speaking of hoagie, I need one ASAP. Like I would have. God damn, that COVID took fourteen pounds right off this spell yeah. ass body yeah, already. Man. You were you were kind of thin as it was. Not necessarily thin. I got I got news for. You. I got a nice ass for a dude. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. But I lost a little bit about that. And my wife's like, "Look, stop with the COVID because I need that ass." <laughs> That's an ex- extraordinary place to end, isn't it? Isn't it? So have a good one, ladies and gentlemen. <laughs> hope, you, hope you enjoy. Dude, if Kevin Na wins after I just Seriously. tried to call him out now. Justin Thomas, go ahead. Five bucks on Justin Thomas. Seriously. Fucking yeah, right. Plus 750, have a day. Do it. Have a day. Dude, it's been fun. My it's God, fun. I missed the show. I missed this. I missed you. I miss everybody that's been listening. Um, Same, Appreciate man. the folks that have shouted out. Been like, yo, where the fuck you been? Like, that's cool to hear. I, I'm sorry about what we had to deal with and we had a lot going on. And to be honest with you, uh, this is like a really busy time of the year that it, I keep forgetting about. Cause we have a pool. I got to open it. We got to like landscape around it. I got three fucking young kids and uh, birthdays happen. I mean, you know, it's just, it's, it's a lot. Insane. It's a lot. I just turned 40. So that was a big deal. Next year it won't be shit, but at least I got a Pac-Man arcade machine behind me right now. <laughs> I will never, ever let that thing go. It looks Holy amazing, shit. dude. What a great gift. Yeah. It's awesome. Um, but uh love you brother i miss you much love dude and uh let me get to that uh cartesian brewery is that what it was called again yes sir wow i can't believe i remember that steve sarkeesian brewery and uh <laughs> south philly uh, woodman have yourself a week here and go make some money with justin thomas and all your other picks i but, really uh, have a great feeling about our picks this week don't you i really do like let's see how this happens after like if we have a month to prep and come come out flat, you know, I got to admit to you, 
my prep was about 40 minutes before the show, but my prep had me feeling good. And I've said this to you before. How many times have we gotten to a show and been like, fuck, dude, can we push it back like 15 minutes? Yeah. Okay. Like, I can't breathe. I need to fucking, I I, I, I haven't even done any research yet. And then what do we do that week? Fucking kill it. Right. Five and one in the NFL or something. Let's go. Right. God, I can't wait. Well, my it happens man. a lot, dude. Happens a lot. We we do some of our best work under pressure, as a lot of humans do. I think that's pretty common. Uh, yeah, it's a normal bounce back. That's normal. It's that's not human nature. It's not weird. No, and some people step up the pressure and want pressure. Like I'm a I'm that kind of guy. Like, I, are you a you know bottom of the ninth, two outs, bases loaded, down two in, in the World Series game seven? I want the bat, or are you like give the bat to that guy? I actually always match myself as the closer. Interesting. Well, guess what? I imagine myself as the guy with the fucking bat. Yeah. What are you I gonna like do it. about that? I like it, buddy. That's 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 a good way to go out, right? Blow it by you, man. I hear the music starting, so I guess I should hit that post. That's a woodman, David Woody. Love you, man. I love you too, brother. Hollywood saying peace the fuck out. We'll catch you next week. <laughs>